Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Jamie Samuel reporting, and welcome to episode two of my 2022 FIFA World Cup podcast, bringing you the latest updates on the 22 World Cup. I am joined yet again by the wonderful Sam Savers. Sam, how are you this fine evening? I'm terrific. Thanks again for having me on board, man. Looking forward to talking about the recent action we just had last night. It was incredible. How did you find last night's action? The World Cup is up and running, and we've seen some big names get wins on the board. Wow, let me tell you, what a goal score. More than expected, actually. Um, I got one of my predictions right, which I look forward to talking about very soon, but that big win from England just proved that they are ready for this year. Absolutely. Overnight, we saw England open their campaign with a comfortable 6-2 victory over Iran. By half-time, it was 3-0 and job done. The three lines looked dangerous going forward, with Harry Kane and Raheem Sterling both scoring twice. John Stones and Jesse Lingard were also on the score sheet. Iran put up a good fight, Mehdi Tarami scoring both goals for them, but England were just too strong. England will now face the USA in their next game, and Iran will face a tough test in Wales. Sam, what an excellent start for England. Honestly, mate, I think it was a ripper start for England, you know. I thought, as soon as I saw it 3-0 at halftime, I thought, ah, oh, man, this is over. I mean, Iran will be lucky to get one goal past them in the second half, I thought. But, you know, 6-2, incredible. Um, including goals from uh, Marcus Rashford and Jack Grealish as well. As I mentioned, two names I mentioned they need to step up, which I'm really happy they did. And Jude Bellingham, man, he's one of the best young English midfielders in the world right now. He is going to be an absolute freaking superstar moving forward for England. Absolutely. And do you feel that England can maintain this kind of scary good form consistently throughout the tournament now and teams might fear them a little? Look, if they keep up this form against, you know, their next two opponents of Wales and the USA, anything can happen. They could go all the way considering, uh, even though they were in a bit of a slump leading up to the World Cup. Um, but in saying that, England can do it, I reckon, and I'm confident they can go all the way. Yeah, fair prediction. I mean, they did excellent at the Euros, so they are certainly one of the teams that I'd love to see go all the way. The Netherlands defeated Senegal in a thriller 2-0 yesterday. The Netherlands had a nervy start to their World Cup campaign, but they managed to get the job done against Senegal. They took the lead through Cody Gappo's 84th minute goal, then sealed the win with a late goal from David Kleissen. Senegal was very competitive throughout the match and created a few good chances, but in the end, the Netherlands were just too strong. Now they will face Ecuador in their next game. Senegal will face Qatar in their next game, looking for a better outcome. Sam, what did you make of the Netherlands' first outing at this year's World Cup? I thought they were really pushed to the limit in this game. You know, I thought maybe we would have we'll end up with a draw. You know, because I predicted Netherlands winning. 2-0, but considering Senegal did put up a really good fight throughout the match, and it was bloody incredible, but unfortunately, things didn't work out for them in the last five minutes of the game, and including 10 minutes of extra time, um, stoppage time, um, thanks to two good goals, as you mentioned, by Klaassen and um, Kopka. Um, you know, it was incredible. it was an incredible game to witness, and um, for the Netherlands, I reckon... The way they're going, if they get pushed like that, maybe they'll struggle moving forward after the group stage. But again, they they got to pull it out and try play quicker, play harder. Absolutely. 
How do you feel Senegal will take this competitive performance? Does it give them a lot of hope going forward in their last two games of the group that they can progress? Look, if they play like the way they did today and convert their chances, they got to be hungry and motivated to get those wins, you know, if they really want to get through the next stage, especially since they won the African Nations Cup recently. You know, like, I reckon they can do it, but again, they just got to try and somehow stop the, um, Qatar and Ecuador and try and get a good enough um, goal difference to make it through to the round of 16. Yeah, that makes sense. The USA and Wales played out a thrilling 1-1 draw yesterday. Timothy Ware gave the USA the lead in the 36th minute to give them a 1-0 half-time lead. Gareth Bale equalised for Wales in the 82nd minute from the penalty spot to earn a draw for his side. It was an exciting game to watch, both sides creating chances. In the end, a draw was a fair result. The USA will now face England in their next game, whilst Wales will face Iran. Sam, you predicted a draw between these sides yesterday. Congrats on that result going your way. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I, I thought, I did say it was going to be a close match, and I did say it was going to be one all. but I did think for a little while, you know, USA scoring the first goal, I thought maybe they had a chance of holding on and making history, getting one of their, um, getting the first one of the um, group stage against Wales. Who, um, but, you know, Gareth Bale, the captain, stood up when, the, when it mattered most in that penalty in the 84th minute, and look what happened. And it turned out to be a draw, which was incredible. Yeah, certainly was a classic game that'll go down in World Cup history, no doubt. Two great rivals. In other news, some exciting upcoming matches include Denmark will face Tunisia tonight at the Education City Stadium as these sides open their World Cup campaign. Denmark come into this World Cup as one of the dark horses. They have some quality players in their side and will be looking to go deep into the tournament. Christian Eriksen is their key player. He's a fantastic playmaker and will be looking to create chances for Denmark. Denmark have never won the World Cup, but they reached the quarterfinals in 1998 and have always gone far into the competition. Tunisia is a side that many people are underestimating, but they have some quality players and could cause an upset. Wabi Kazari is their key player. He's a very dangerous attacking midfielder and will be looking to score goals. Tunisia have only ever reached the group stages of the World Cup, but they will be hoping to do better this time round. My prediction is that Denmark will win this game 2-1. Sam, give me your thoughts. My first thoughts that you mentioned Christian Eriksen. Um, I think it's incredible that he's making his return to the international stage considering one year ago he nearly died from a cardiac arrest on the football field in front during the Euros, um, which was scary. And we all thought his career was over. And then to make that remarkable return for Brentford and now he's got a three-year deal with Manchester United... Is just purely amazing. Now, he could be the, like you said, he's the key player for Denmark, and I reckon my prediction is Denmark win 1 0. Yeah, fair enough. Seems a reasonable prediction, and we all commend Christian on his, on his efforts to get back up and play at the standard again, considering he almost lost his life. So it's an incredible achievement to see him out there. Absolutely. We will get our first look at Mexico at this year's World Cup when they face Poland at Stadium 974. Mexico come into this World Cup as one of the favourites. They have some fantastic players in their side and are looking to go all the way. Ivan Lazaro is their key player. He's a very dangerous winger and will be looking to score goals. Mexico have reached the quarterfinals twice in World Cup history in 1970 and 1986. 
Poland also comes into the World Cup as one of the favourites. They have some quality players in their side and are looking to go far. Robert Lewandowski is their key player. He is a world-class striker and will be looking to score the goals. Poland finished third place on two occasions, in 1974 and 1982. They will be hoping they can go far into this tournament as well. My prediction is that Mexico will win this game 2-1. Sam, are you expecting a similar outcome? Honestly, this is going to be another really close matchup. Um, another, I reckon this will be one of the more exciting matchups of the day um, in the World Cup. I'm going to call it a one-all draw, I reckon. And Robert Lewandowski uh, to score the goal for Poland. Yeah, fair enough. And who scores for Mexico? Uh, I don't know much about the Mexican team per se, but whoever their leading striker is up front, I reckon, will get their um, shot on goal. Or even Raul Jimenez. Yeah, Raul Jimenez or Lozano. Um, yeah, so in we will also be getting our first look at France and Australia at this year's World Cup in the early hours of Tuesday morning. France come into this World Cup as one of the favourites as they look to defend their 2018 World Cup title. They have some fantastic players in their side and are looking to go all the way. Kylian Mbappe is their main player. He's a very dangerous striker and will be looking to score goals. France have reached the final three times in World Cup history. Winners in 1998 and 2018, runners-up in 2006. Australia come into this World Cup as one of the underdogs. They have some quality players but are up against it in this group. Aaron Moy is their key player. He's a very good midfielder and will be looking to create chances for Australia. Australia have only ever reached the round of 16 at the World Cup, but they will be hoping to do better this time round. My prediction is that France will win this game 2-1. Sam, how can Australia compete with the world champions and what is your expected outcome? stage with France coming up, I mean... I'd love to see Australia get through to the next round after this game, but I do not see Australia getting um, any goals against France, but I really hope they put up a fight. My prediction is France will win 3-0. Fair enough. Reasonable prediction. How far do you see Australia going in this year's edition of the World Cup? Obviously disappointing at the last three World Cups, never making it out of the group phase since 2006. Yeah, we were pretty unlucky in the last few years about not making it out of the group stage, so... Hopefully this year is a different result. Um, we have a good young squad of both experience and inexperience. Um, we have a lot of good young talent. Um, so if if we can somehow beat Tunisia and um, Denmark and we have other results go well, like let's say France go 3-0 and, and the other two, and then when Tunisia and Denmark play each other as a draw or a draw, then Shea are a very slim chance of getting, making it through. So that's their only chance. Because I don't see any of the teams beating France in the group stage. Fair enough. And speaking of France, what do you expect from them at this year's World Cup? Can they make it back-to-back -back titles? I reckon they can make it all the way again to the final of the World Cup in mid-December. But I don't know about going back-to-back. -back. I reckon that Brazil or Argentina will win it this year. Yeah, fair enough. South America looks very strong at this year's World Cup. Absolutely. They're full of, they're stacked full of talent, you know. Same with Portugal. They're another good side who could go all the way, but anything can happen. Yeah, Portugal would be nice. Morocco will take on Croatia at the Albate Stadium as we get our first look at the 2018 runners-up. 
This will be an intriguing matchup as both sides look to get their first win of the tournament. Croatia come into this game as favourites, but Morocco has some quality players and could cause an upset. Luka Modric is Croatia's key player. He's a fantastic midfielder and will be looking to create chances for Croatia. Croatia's best World Cup performance was when they came runners-up to France in 2018, causing a massive semi-final upset over England to reach an historic final. They'll be hoping to do one better this time around, and they will have the belief that it's not beyond them. Morocco is a side that many people are underestimating, but they have some quality players. Hakim Zajic is their key player. He's a very dangerous attacking midfielder and will be looking to score goals. Morocco have only ever reached the group stages of the World Cup, but they will be hoping to do better this time round. My prediction is that Croatia will win this game 2-0. Sam, are you feeling like it will be a similar result? Uh, yes, my prediction is that Croatia will beat Morocco 1-0. Fair enough. What are you expecting from the dark horse of Croatia at this year's tournament, considering they turned heads and came rounders up in 2018, and do you also feel that people fancy them more now? I mean, from my personal opinion, I reckon they could go the way, but again, it depends who they come up against after the group stage as well, and how um, much effort they're willing to put in, how much of a fight they put into those games. Um... Honestly, anything can happen with Croatia. I mean, they can do it again, but at the same time, I'm not 100% confident they'll go all the way. Fair enough. And that concludes episode two of my 2022 FIFA World Cup podcast. Sam, thanks so much for your input yet again. Look forward to having you back again soon. Thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate you um, letting me be part of your podcast again. Um, good luck to the Socceroos tomorrow morning against France. Hopefully you guys... Put up a good fight and give it your all tomorrow. Go Socceroos. Yeah, go Socceroos. We're all behind you, boys. Remember, if you are keen to be a guest on this podcast, you can reach me on my email in the video description or via the LinkedIn profile in the description. I look forward to bringing you more action in the next 24 hours.